Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is the Word of Podcast, a program where we discuss you versions, Bible verse of the day. I'm Matthew Ojas, your host, and it's my pleasure to share with you today. In today's episode, we will talk about faith over fear, faith over fear. Without further ado, let's dive into the episode. We will read Matthew 6 and 25. I'll read the NLT and the Amplified Versions. The NLT says, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? And the Amplified Version says, Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy or distracted about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Lovely verse of scripture. As we begin to look into this verse in more detail, I believe it's important to note who is giving this counsel. You'd rather take a dental advice from a dentist than a neurosurgeon, no matter how knowledgeable and skilled they are. What I'm driving at is that you're likely to follow an advice when A, you know the source from whence it came and B, if that source is tested and proven. To open our discussion, Jesus is speaking in this passage and he says, stop being worried or anxious about your life. Who then is Jesus to give such counsel? He introduced himself as the Prince of Peace. So he's he's got it tested and proven and can be listened to on matters like this. Are you one that is easily worried about things? Some people call themselves warriors. Are you a warrior? What do you worry about? Jesus says it's, it's possible that you're worrying about your life in general, your health, your finances, your family, what to wear or eat. And these are necessities of life, but he says not to worry about them. How possible is that? This got me thinking. Looking at this list, they seem to be the necessities of life. If these are really important to me and I need to figure out how to sort them, but then Jesus says not to worry about them, who then will get them sorted? I'd like us to examine the foundation of worry. What brings about worry? A few things contribute to this state. Number one, not knowing what the outcome would be. Number two, fear of not being in control. And number three, worry has its root in negativity. So for example, you've been enjoying your job all the while, but the moment you hear that some people could be fired next week, you begin to worry. Could it be me? Could I be part of those people who would lose their job next week? Alright, so that there's some negativity in there. Fear of the unknown. Fear of uncertainty. Alright, your children go out to play. You don't worry about them playing and having a good time. But you worry about something dangerous happening to them while they're playing. So that's negativity. 
You're about to go on a holiday to have a good time. You don't worry about the holiday, but you worry about your flight or that you might have an issue or the other somewhere along the line. I believe that with these few examples, we've been able to establish that worrying is not rooted in faith, but in fear. There is no worry in faith. There is no anxiety whatsoever in faith. Faith comes by the word of God. In the world are stories and news of impossibilities and failures which bring worry. But in God's word are words of life and truth which talk about the awesomeness of God and the possibilities with him. So the extent to which one worries can be directly proportional to how much of God's word they have in them. I'll take that again. The extent to which one worries can be directly proportional to how much of God's word they have in them. So if one consumes more of the happenings of this world than they do the word of God, it would be no surprise if they worry much. Faith comes by the word. Fear comes by the world. I'll take it again. Faith comes by the word of God. And fear is a product of this world. There's a, there's a natural response of humans to, to threats through the fight and flight mechanism. Our bodies have been designed in such a way that it prepares to flee if anything tries to hurt it. But we're not expected to always be in this mode. If you're always in the fight and flight mode, something needs to change. That's not where God wants you to dwell. He wants to give you his peace. Jesus speaking says, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. So there is the peace that comes from knowing Jesus. You know, the, the Bible says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. Again, talking about food, but he says, but it's righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Peace is a, is a, is a constituent of the kingdom of God. If you are in this kingdom and a child of God, the peace that passes all understanding is part of your normal everyday life. So you should not always be in your fight or flight mode. Let's take parent and a child as a case study. Does a child worry about what to eat? No. They wake up and say they would like to eat this or that, not minding who goes to work or who is on annual leave. <laughs> They have no clue if, if you've just lost your job or something about like, like that. They don't worry about anything. Now Christmas is fast approaching and growing up we understood this as a season about Christ, yes, but okay, we always looked forward to receiving new clothes and shoes. A child does not worry about these things. They don't worry about how they would come about. They just know that when the season is right, they would have Christmas stuff. That's faith. I'm hoping that we can have childlike faith once again. If you told a child you would buy them an aircraft, I bet they would go to school the next morning announcing to all their friends that they are expecting an aircraft. You might count it as being immature, but that's the definition of faith. Believing that what you told them would come to pass. 
Jesus speaking to his disciples about children in Matthew 18 and 3, he said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless you repent, that is, change your inner self, watch this, your old way of thinking. He says, leave changed lives and become, I've underlined this, like children, trusting, humble, and forgiving. You will never enter the kingdom of God. I'll read it straight now without any pauses. He says, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless you repent, that is, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, leave changed lives and become like children, trusting, humble and forgiving, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus is saying that we need to relate to him like children. We need to trust him like children put their whole trust in whatever you say. We need to forgive just like children. We need to be humble just like children. All right, you, you may say children don't have responsibility, so it's okay for them not to care about anything, but adults do have responsibility, so it's normal for them to care. That While that makes sense, no matter how old you are, in your parents' eyes, you're still that little boy, that little girl that they've always known. And we're all children of God. And just like our earthly parents go all out to meet our needs, our Heavenly Father wants to meet our needs as well. As long as we trust Him, He will do it. But if we act like we've got it all figured out, then He doesn't help us much. Worry doesn't accomplish anything but make you feel unwell. The later part of that verse says there's more to life than food and the body is more than clothing. I'm reminded of what Jesus said to Satan when he was tempted in the wilderness to turn stone to bread. He said man shall not live by bread alone. He says there's more to life than bread. Jesus said, but man ought to live by every word from God. By saying this, he makes the word of God a necessity for living just like bread. Recall, we said, faith comes by the word of God and the lack of it is the beginning of fear, anxiety, worry. Have you termed yourself a warrior? Why not let Jesus take care of your worries? Try this today. Take to him everything you worry about and trust him to care for you as his child. If you've never committed your life to Christ and you'd like to do so now, why not pray this prayer with me? Dear Jesus, I open my heart to you and I invite you to come in. Be the Lord of my life and be my savior. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'd like to pray for every one of us today. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for speaking to us today. I ask for help for myself and for all our listeners. That you help us not to worry. Help us to see ourselves as children of God. And to commit our worries and our fears to you, Lord. And to cast them at your feet. Help us again to embrace that childlike faith, putting all of our trust in you and in your word. I pray for everyone, especially struggling with the grip of fear and worry. I ask, dear Lord, that they, they receive freedom even today. 
Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we've prayed. Amen. Always a pleasure to bring you God's word. We're so excited that you're listening to this episode. We'll see you next week for another exciting episode. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Word Up podcast today. We hope you've been blessed and inspired by God's Word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at wordoppodcast21 at gmail.com wordoppodcast21 at gmail.com We'll be delighted to read from you. You can also do well by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up podcast. God bless you.